Welcome to Illumination by Modern Campus, the leading podcast focused on transformation and change in the higher education space. We're continuing our CIO radio series where we speak with technology leaders about the trends and challenges reshaping our increasingly digital space. On today's episode, we speak with Alan Chen, Vice President of IT and CTO at CalArts. Speaking live at Educause, Alan and podcast guest host Sharon Schwartzmiller discuss the key role IT leaders play and the importance of understanding processes across campus to grow as an institutional leader. All right, everybody. Um, I'd like to welcome Alan Chen. He's the Vice President of IT and CTO of CalArts. Um, we're here today at Educause at our Illumination podcast, part of our um, CIO radio series. So I want to thank you for being with us today, Alan. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. How's the conference going so far? Oh, it's going wonderfully. It's so great to reconnect with so many people and to see great partners like Modern Campus and uh, Evolution Magazine um, uh, to just re- reforge those connections with people. It is. It's wonderful to be here in person and yes. to see everyone. And um, speaking of being in person, if anyone here is as you're listening to this, some background music, that's because we're live right here at Educause and we may be catching a little bit of background noise, but that's, that's part of where, we're, where we are. Um, so let's get started. Uh, my first question for you is I was just interested, you know, your background's really interesting, right? So you've been a tech leader in a wide range of institution types, including a law school, a small liberal arts institution, a large state institution, and now a private arts college. Um, what are some of the similarities that hold true for tech leaders across all of those different institution types. Sure, yeah. Um, one thing I'll say is I'm very proud of the diversity of professional opportunities I've had. I think it's given me um, the uh, perspective that really contributes on um, on a team in different ways. Um, I think I think mechanically there's a lot of similarities. So um, ERP, uh, student information systems. Um, uh, cybersecurity is a big one that's consistent whether you're at a big or small institution, which can be a challenge at smaller institutions, but it's still the same um, uh, uh, importance that you're going to see at a larger institution. Um, thematically, uh, there's also a lot of similarities. So student success, um, interfacing between IT and uh, administration. That's one of the key roles of an IT leader, a CIO, a CTO is to be that connection point between the technology, the users of that technology, and administration, and faculty, and students, and all the different parts of the population. Um, and uh, that thematically, like I said, is, is also consistent whether you're at a large institution or a small one. Yeah, very good, you're the hub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really are, the connective tissue there. So by that same token, what are some of the unique elements involved with leading IT at an arts institution? Yeah, um, CalArts is the first art institute I've been at. It's, it is a very different environment. Um, fundamentally, I would say it's that um, faculty and the staff that support those faculty and certainly the students that are learning from those faculty are doing really creative, as you can imagine, but also inventive um, uh, things that are trying to break the rules, that are trying to challenge the process. And that's great, uh, and I support it um, from a philosophical perspective. But from an IT organizational perspective, our job is to kind of make rules, <laughs> is to kind, <laughs> of, to kind of build boundaries. Right. So if we're, um, so there's an inherent friction there. It's one that I welcome. Uh, it's one that I value. 
um, but it's it's still there. To, it's still in opposition a little bit. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a nice challenge. Yes, it it's is. An it's an interesting a, it, challenge. Yeah, it's a great challenge to have, and I love trying to find solutions for it. I really do. Um, but it's, it's still a challenge whether you want to, no matter how you look at it, it's a challenge. All right, so you're here at, at Educause. It makes you think about all this stuff. What are some of the key trends that you're watching um, kind of top of mind for you in the ed tech space right now? Um, there's so many. Uh, I just came out of this fabulous uh, general session on the top 10 IT issues. Uh, that Educause does every year. Uh, it's a publication they do, and they do a presentation at the conference. Um, and uh, they do a, a great job of not only collecting the ideas, but working with the community to help get information about those ideas, to help uh, crowdsource the, idea, the top 10 issues. Um, so there were issues like uh, student, student experience, so not just student success, um, but student experience, and how do you make that as frictionless as possible how do you make it as uh, frictionless as it is for uh, consumers to procure items? Uh, not that we're looking at making education like an Amazon or something, but just you know, how do you meet um, students where they are in ways that you know the the whole thing about top ten issues is it's always a little it's forward thinking, so it's always a little vague inherently. So so it, you know exactly what I mean. I'm not sure what is it going to look like in five years. I'm not sure, but I think the idea of a frictionless um, or a lower friction, lower barrier to entry to student student success and student experience is really critically important. And I'd imagine it might look different at one institution type with certain challenges versus another too, right? So they leave you with that that kind of green field to figure it out and be imaginative about how you can address those things. I, yes, absolutely. And I think imaginative imaginative is a great word. Um, because it's also because, speak going back to the different types of institutions I've been at, um, and this is also a challenge, is you tackle that problem in different ways. So if you are a large public uh, minority serving institution, um, meeting the students where they are means w one set of things. If you're at a, um, a small liberal arts college um, uh, with a very different type of student population, uh, you're going to have, um, you might have different kinds of resources to achieve that. You might, you're not dealing with 30,000 students, you're trying to impact 2,200. It's a very different kind of, it's a different path to impact. Um, but I, you know, that's one of the trends I'm looking at definitely is, is uh, how um, students, how we're going to enable student success through a lower barrier to entry. Yeah, lower friction. Did anything else stand out to you in that top 10? Um, there was an interesting one about uh, ERP companies, uh, and this sounds boring, <laughs> but uh, ERP, <laughs> comp boring. Yeah, ERP companies, well, the term was used merge, it was, it was merge, but you know, uh, I will say collaborating or sharing knowledge, maybe that means people moving places, I don't know. But the ERP space, uh, which it, for those who don't know, is the fundamental driving administrative system for how colleges and universities uh, operate uh, with the student information system being the component of the ERP that is specifically student oriented. So um, the idea is there are some uh, legacy uh, companies out there that have been around with a tremendous amount of fabulous knowledge about the student side. And there are companies, newer companies out there with great products on the business side. Um, how do we merge that knowledge together? 
I don't necessarily think it needs to be an actual literal merger of companies uh, per se, uh, and I'm not advocating for that. It's not my. I'm not. I don't own these companies. Right, I right, can't right. make no, that decision. No, no, no. It's um, more about sharing that but data. It, it, it's yeah, but it's also sharing that data. How can we as institutions make the most of both of those worlds? So that was an interesting one. Um, uh, I don't have an answer for that one either. Uh, it's something that is a very complex one. Um, but it, it's a re- that was a really intriguing one. When I read that, I immediately tweeted saying, you know, wow, this is a bold idea. It is. So. That is. That's very interesting. And it gives you something to kind of go back. And again, you're not going to maybe solve it or even figure out how to address it right away, but it fuels the imagination for how that might work or how it may play out at your institution or at anyone's institution for that matter. Um, so, now you've been... You know, You've been at different institutions. You've done this for some time. Has the role or the focus of IT leaders like yourself in the higher education space evolved over the last 10 years? I'm, I shouldn't even say has it. I'm sure it has. How has it? Right. Um, there's this term that Educause uses called the integrative CIO. Um, this is a... The idea is that the CIO is one of a few, and I'm not going to claim unique, uniqueness here, but it's one of the few uh, institutional leadership positions that has to understand the entire institution uh, on all of its businesses. So I have to care not just about IT and technology and how, w- how it impacts teaching and learning, but I have to, um, uh, well actually I, I just said how it impacts teaching and learning. So I need to understand how it works in the classroom. That's the provost area, right? I have to understand how um, technology um, is, impl- is affecting uh, enrollment management, that's admissions. Um, I also have to understand from an institutional leadership perspective how admissions is going. I mean, I, the CIO and everyone on senior cabinet needs to appreciate everything else that's happening um, at the institution. And I think the CIO growth from being just the IT leader to being institutional leader is the fundamental change, the shift that we're seeing. And there's, there's, a, there's another great podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll give a pitch for it, yeah. from Educause called yes. The Integrative CIO yes. that I highly recommend uh, that uh, people uh, take, a, take a look at. Yeah, there's the tentacles now reach into every aspect of the institution. They really do. Um, well, thank you. This has been extremely interesting. Um, I have one last question for you, but we do this to end all of our Illumination podcast series episodes. And it's to ask you, if someone's going to go to dinner in your hometown, where would you tell them to go? Um, There is a um, small... So I I live in a town that uh, is actually made up of three separate towns. It's a city that merged three separate towns. So there's three distinct characters to each area. So there's one area that has this uh, um, older, uh, it's, all, it's called you know, Old Town, um, and there are a number of small family-owned restaurants, um, authentic. Um, I'm not sure I could pick just one, but I would point them in that direction to that neighborhood and say, you know, um, f- see what authentic food type X is like from, from, from a family that's been making it for generations. And uh, I think that authentic- authenticity is what I value. Uh, in cuisine, but also as a person. Yeah, I was um, just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and uh, that's where I would point them to. Yeah. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, thank you. I appreciate oh, thank your you. time today. I hope you enjoy the rest of this conference. Thank, thank you, you so for much. Joining thank, us you, thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for being on CIO Radio. This podcast is made possible by a partnership between Modern Campus and The Evolution. The Modern Campus Engagement Platform powers solutions for non-traditional student management, web content management, catalog and curriculum management, student engagement and development, conversational text messaging, career pathways, and campus maps and virtual tours. The result? Innovative institutions can create learner-to-earner life cycle that engages modern learners for life, while providing modern administrators with the tools needed to streamline workflows and drive high efficiency. To learn more and to find out how to modernize your campus, visit moderncampus.com. That's moderncampus.com.